The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to uh, remind you about an awful event that happened one year ago, one year ago specifically tomorrow, because today marks the eve of the anniversary of the death of Ashling Murphy, the 23-year-old school teacher whose life was taken while out for a run in broad daylight on a Wednesday. I want to start by just reminding you of some of our coverage of that tragedy this time last year. It's one o'clock good afternoon. Gardaí say there's nothing to suggest 23-year-old Ashling Murphy and her killer were known to each other. The teacher was attacked while out for a run along the canal in Tullamore County Offaly at around four o'clock yesterday afternoon. It makes me feel sick. It's, ju- it's too upsetting. It's terrible. I can't believe that someone would do that to someone in young woman, perfectly safe, beautiful winter's evening, left her job, went for a walk. I just, I just can't believe it. Like, I have a son that age, and, and he, like, he knew her. Started her school last March 21, and she's currently teaching first-class pupils, but her, her positive attitude, her personality, glowing personality, her friendliness, she gave 110% to everything she put her hand to. She was an exceptional teacher, any woman who tells you that she hasn't left the house and had a fear, you know, it's just not the case. We And I think that's why there has been such a visceral reaction to the tragedy um, yeah. that occurred yesterday in Tullamore. It's because every single one of us have felt that fear. I just, I feel so sad. I think it's such a sad day for women in Ireland. And the WhatsApps are just flying around my group of friends, you know, because we're all so compelled to share how sad we feel about it like one of them said I'm sad to my bones today and that's how I feel as well I just think it's 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 so completely devastating and you know and on the other hand I'm like well here we are again here we are talking about another woman who's been murdered walking with keys between our knuckles texting call you know taking a taxi uh, you know, like we can't, like modifying our behaviour, like not going a certain route, not going out after dark. We can't do any more. You know, we can't do any more to check our personal safety. It is it is over to men now to help us combat this thing. Yeah, that's just some of the coverage here uh, on this show and on the station this time last year in the wake of Ashling Murphy's death. Uh, joining me now to continue the conversation, Lisa Chambers, who's the Fianna Fáil Senator, and Ali Ryan, the CEO and founder of Goss.ie. Lisa, I might start with you. I mean, there's obviously a, a, a case pending when it comes to Ashley Murphy. But if we take the broader context and the point that we heard made there about women last year modifying behaviour, or rather the fact that women regularly modify their behaviour in the public realm. And there was an awful lot of conversation about that last year and promises to make improvements in that regard. I just wonder how you reflect on that progress, if there has been progress in the last year. Maybe 12 months is is too short a time to measure progress when it comes to changing culture. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, it's hard to believe it's been 12 months since that horrific incident that I think shook everyone to the core. And, um, you know, the modifying behaviour, every woman does that. We're, we're taught those things from a very young age. You don't even think about it. You know, sending a text to leave somewhere, sending a thing now so that somebody hinders you home and that well, I tell you what, we'll, we'll get you back on a better line. Ali Ryan is with us as well. Ali, like I say, is the CEO and founder of Goss.ie. Ali, uh, what is your reflection on that? 
Yeah, so talking about the last 12 months, I mean, there's some sad numbers to think of. I don't know if people realise, but 11 women have been murdered since Ashling Murphy's death in the last 12 months alone. So 11 women in this country have died in um, violent circumstances. You know, a lot of us recently talking about Bruna Finesca. She was 28 murdered on New Year's Day. Natalie McNally as well murdered in Armagh, 32 pregnant. I think it's just important to remember this issue has not gone away. And I think with... Ashling last year, what it really did do is it sparked a larger conversation that was so needed, but it's a conversation that women are having every single day and that has not changed. In terms of the government, they did say they were going to introduce a zero tolerance strategy and they did and um, we're waiting for a lot of things to be implemented but just recently Simon Harris did come out and say that there's going to be a new law coming in this year making stalking and strangulation standalone crimes and the maximum sentence for assault uh, causing bodily harm from women has doubled from five to ten years so there's small strides being made and hopefully that can help but like I said I mean 11 more women have died since 254 women have died in violent circumstances in Ireland since 1996 and the sad thing is 87 percent of those women were murdered by men known to them and that's just the reality of of femicide not just in Ireland but worldwide Mm. and it's a real fear and it's a real thing and it really nothing has, has changed much, to be honest. And a lot of the conversations, like I said, and, and you, you made the point, I think it's, it's well made that it was a conversation that had to be had. And I think a lot of people like me who take it for granted how easy it is for us to move about the public realm had our eyes opened you know, by people like yourself and people within our own families telling us, you know, it's not as easy for us. We cross the road, we stop the music playing, we only go on lit streets, we don't go out after dark in the winter to do exercise and all of that. Has, like, is that still the reality 12 months on? Absolutely. For you and your friends, for example. Yeah, for sure. And I know you were chatting to Catherine Thomas about this as well. Like, I remember being at one of the vigils last year and one of the most surprising things to me is that there was a lot of young men at them and I could hear their conversations and they were all saying the same thing, which was amazing to hear. They didn't realise how much fear lives in women all the time. And like, you know, I think it took me six months before I went on a walk again after Ashing died, which might sound so dramatic to people listening. But the thing is, the fear was already there. You know, keys between your hands, that sort of thing happens every day. You know, going on nights out when girls text each other the taxi reg number or I'm on my way home. It's not because we're spying on each other. It's because we were worried about being murdered or raped. And that's just the reality. And I think it really took this murder, which is so sad that it took something so horrific, but it did take this for men, I think to understand more because I think when women say oh you know men kill women men are violent against women there's an automatic defense that shoots up that not all men not all men are bad that's fine no one's saying that but I think it really took this for people to understand how scared we are and why we're scared you know they're not unrelatable wild fears especially this story in particular like you said earlier she was out for a run you know she was just going for a run was trending I think for a week on Twitter it was broad daylight you know you see on TV series or movies people get murdered down an alley or whatever this was kind of the opposite of what we were told is what happened Mm. and I think that's what shook everyone and like I said 11 women since so it's just terrifying to think we still live in this world and women still need to be worried about it. Lisa I mean is is there evidence that after the initial shock wore off that we have taken this sufficiently seriously? Or was it just was, yeah, look, was it I, all I, just all talk from a lot of people in the days and weeks afterwards? 
No, I think this was different. I think this was kind of the, the tipping point. Um, you know, very often, for the most part, um, when there is a, a murder or where a woman is killed, it's usually by somebody that she knows and very often by a, an ex-partner or a partner. What was different about this was that it was a complete stranger, which is usually quite rare. And it was in the middle of the day, in broad daylight, as I said. And I, I've walked that canal in Tullamore. It's so public. That's what was so scary about it. And, you know, that's what sent shockwaves across the country because everyone was looking to their own little town. Like where I live in Castlebar, you know, my friends and I, people stopped walking home at certain times and that wouldn't have been the norm in a small rural town. So it has, it has changed behaviours because, you know, when I lived in Dublin years back, you know, you wouldn't walk after dark in certain parts, you know, where I was living. And that was just the standard. Whereas I never thought about it at home in Castlebar. I do now because I think every person across the country realises no place is absolutely safe after what happened to Ashleen. And um, so, no, I think it, I, I do think it was different. Um, I think the response across the country showed it was different. And it certainly shook things up in government. I mean, the Department of Justice reacted really strongly to it. They're usually quite a slow, conservative department, um, but they've moved really quickly on key pieces of legislation. My, I had a bill on stalking, for example, that I published almost it was just over a year ago. And following Ashley's um, passing, um, they came to me and asked to, to bring the bill forward. So there was a huge... Uh, response to it. Um, a little bit of work has been done in the last year, but there's a lot more to do. 12 months isn't going to get us to where we want to go, um, but there's definitely a much bigger focus now in terms of government policy, legislation, resources, all of that, um, all because of this really tragic event, and it's it's terrible that it took that to happen. And even over the Christmas period, we had a number of women lose their lives, so mm. it's been a really... La- 2022 was a really bad year, I think one of the worst on record for women losing their lives to, at the hands of men um, and I think it's important as well as, as Ali said when you hear this not all men of course not it's a small number and of course men can also experience domestic violence so we're not it's not um, you know tarnishing everybody with the same brush but it's just a particular problem it's usually a woman that is on the receiving end of it and it, you know I think when yeah. we get to the criminal justice response it's too late you know talking about the courts and prosecutions it's too late at that point we need to get to prevention we need to get to people when they're younger we need to change attitudes change our culture um, to try and tackle this at an earlier stage and try and stop it happening. Well, listen, there's going to be much more in-depth conversation right throughout the day tomorrow, the exact one-year anniversary, starting on News Talk Breakfast. Uh, so make sure you tune in to Shane and Kira from 7 o'clock. Uh, Lisa Chambers, Fianna Fáil Senator, Ali Ryan, CEO and founder of Goss.ie. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.